had arrived. We touch down in Nome, Alaska, and we get into the first taxi that we see. We rush to the taxi. And we get in there and we say, take us to the main drag. We need to get there now. Because we had arrived, but we hadn't quite made it yet. We're in the taxi and we're headed down toward the main drag. And I hear those sounds of the tsunami warning. And I know that we're close. We're almost there. We grab our stuff. We get out of the taxi. And we head right to Front Street where we see thousands of people who had gathered from everywhere around the world to watch the finish of the Iditarod, and we knew we had made it, just in time to see Ali Zirkel cross the finish line and take second in the 2012 Iditarod. So after that, all the excitement starts to wear down, and we start looking around at the scene. There are literally hundreds of, and thousands of people that have come to this obscure little Arctic village to celebrate the equally obscure and very misunderstood sport of competitive cross-country dog mushing, which if you are not really familiar with Gnome at the end of the Iditarod, it's a little like Mardi Gras plus Puppy Bowl <laughs> plus the Super Bowl. But instead of Peyton Manning, we have Lance Mackey just walking around intermixed with all of us, acting like he's just a regular guy, because they all are regular guys. So we grab our stuff and we head over to the Polaris Hotel, which is where we're gonna stay. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the finish. Everything's pretty close. And we get settled into our room and we do what everybody does. We head downstairs to the Polaris Bar and we go get a beer. And we meet up with some of the guys that are uh, the beer distributing companies, Odom k and and um, Kevin Burton, who is the master brewer at the Glacier Brew House. Um, and we, so we start drinking with them, and we're just we're talking about the goings-on of, of what's going to happen that week. There's tons of events. They're saying there's the, the arm wrestling competition. There's the create-your-own-bikini contest. And well, we're talking about this stuff, and, and Kevin turns to me and kind of gives me a smirk, and he's like, you should do the wet t-shirt contest that's tonight. And I take one look at him, and I look down at what I'm wearing, which includes Sorel boots, jeans, a flannel shirt buttoned up nearly to the neck, fingerless gloves, and a hat. So the only part of my body that's showing is my fingertips and my face. And it's 10 below in Nome, but this is like par for the course dressing for me. Like I like to say that I'm on the fun side of modesty. So I turned to him and I was like, you have got to be out of your damn mind. If you think I'm going to get up there and do a wet t-shirt contest, who do you think you're talking to? A couple hours pass and we're just, we're just talking and of course, you know, we're, we're drinking a little bit more as I'm sure you're assuming. And for whatever reason, this contest pops up again. He's like, come on, it's in this bar. You don't even have to go anywhere. It's like, come on, do it. Nobody knows you here. It's going to be so fun to watch you up there. And I was like, <laughs> and so I turned to my friend and I was like, all right, if she does it. And she just goes, okay. <laughs> what do you know? It took nothing to get her to do it. So now I'm, I'm committed. So I look over on the stage, and there's a guy there, very official with his legal pad. And he's the, one of the distributors for KNL, and he's going to be doing the auction beforehand to auction off swag to earn money to give to the, to the ladies who compete. He asks me, he's like, oh, you're going to do it, huh? And I'm like, 
yeah, yeah, I guess. And he's like, well, what's your name going to be? So I turn and I look, at, I look at my inspiration and I say, Kevin Burton. <laughs> so the auction's going on and me and my, my sisterhood, we meet behind the behind the stage and we're talking about what we're going to do and we go through the formalities, which the formality is, if you've never done one of these things before, includes getting a, wet, a white t-shirt to put on, issued by the Bacardi company, i.e. K&L, they're working in their marketing there, and then passing around a bottle of liquid courage. So we're back there and we're just, you know, shooting the, shooting the shit a little bit and get, getting a little bit, you know, lubed up for this competition here. So there's just a few, of, a few others, and most of them are local girls. I'm one of the only out-of-towners. And we you know, go up as a group, and then we go individually. And my friend doesn't make the, the first round draft pick, I guess you could call it. And, but she, she gets a $100 consolation prize. So I'm thinking, like, hey, that's not bad. I mean, I'll get some money out of this thing. It's not, not a total wash. Go through the next round and go through the next round, and I make, I make the top three. And if any of you ever watches the World Series of Poker, this is final table in the money. This means this is completely worth it, but I also know I cannot give up, and i got to give it everything that I can. The girl, there's a girl that goes before me, and she's, I'm off backstage, and I'm, I'm just watching her go, and she starts taking off her shirt. And I'm hearing the crowd, and apparently this is something that they like. So they start... <laughs> They're, they're cheering, skin to win, skin to win. And I turn around and I grab a pair of scissors and I make a slight alteration in my outfit that would be only obvious to myself. And they call me on stage, Kevin Burton. And I, I dance my way up on stage and without too many, with, right there I look down and like Rosie the Riveter meets the Hulk. I find the alteration in my shirt and I rip it open in front of everybody. The crowd goes silent for about that millisecond, and then all of a sudden, it's like interception to take the Super Bowl so the underdog wins. They are going absolutely nuts. Needless to say, I won. <laughs> I do what any sane person does. I take the fat sack of cash. I look the man in the eyes who thanks me like I've actually done something worthwhile. And I run up to my room and I do what any person would do and I start counting. And I don't stop until I hit $2,300. I had won two and a half weeks pay doing that in this obscure little village. Next day, I wake up, nursing my hangover just a little bit, and I go to this bar, and I walk in. Breaker's Bar, if you've never been there before, it's a great little bar. Set up just like the Pioneer Bar. And I walk in, and the first pair of eyes I see turns to look at me at the door, and we make eyes, and I immediately know that this is somebody special. I walk around my lady balls, and with the confidence of somebody like Amy Domboski, who thinks they can be mayor of Anchorage, <laughs> I walk up there, and I say, hi, my name's Devin, and I won the wet t-shirt contest last night, and I want to buy all of your drinks today. I learned that he's a trail breaker for the Iditarod, puts the trail in every year for the dogs, and makes it safe. So we're both pretty impressive. <laughs> the next year, we went back as a dating couple. Um, Allie Zirkel gets second again. The next year, we went back, and she got second again. 
And I went up to her at a coffee shop and I personally apologized to her because I had a feeling I was her bad luck charm. And she congratulates me on my pregnancy. We had our, and we just had our baby in August and today she celebrates her eight month birthday. So when JR pulled, <laughs> pulled into Nome this year, breaking trail, he was a daddy. And uh, now I just gotta figure out how to tell her one day how I met her father.